Hey guys, it's JG. I just want to take a minute to thank you for downloading this podcast. And remember to come back every week for a new episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen on Podbean, iTunes, and Google Play. Hey, Remy, we're going to have a guest. Wait, like, a guest? Yeah, a guest. A guest guest? Just get the vodka. Welcome back to this week's episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen. I am JG, that is Remy, and uh, we have a special guest with us this week. Uh, we have the incredibly talented and wonderful and amazing Rachel Pizzuli with us. What up, my dudes? Hey, uh, and uh, uh, there is a good reason why I wanted to bring her on for this episode, because this week we watched... What Spooder did we watch, Moon. Rachel? Oh, sorry. Wow. We <laughs> watched her- Spider-Man 3. Fuck Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> Spider-Man 3, if you don't know, um, if you don't know anything about this movie, then where have you been for, like, the last 20 years, I guess? Um, but Spider-Man 3 was released in 2007. It stars Tobey Maguire, obviously, and Kirsten Dunst, and James Franco, uh, who else is in it? Uh, Thomas Hayden Church, and... Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> J.K. Simmons, um, Topher Grace, Bruce just an Campbell. incredible cast. Yeah, J.K., yeah. Just an Elizabeth Banks is in it too, uh, directed by Sam Raimi. Raimi, I'm going to swing it to you. Where do you want to start with this? Nice uh, swinging it to me. Um, Web sling it over to you. Okay, okay. Um, well, I just I just want to kick it off saying I do like Tobey Maguire a lot as Peter Parker. Right. He's pretty fun. He's nerdy. He's weird. He's got that face that he always makes. If this were a video, I'd be like, pop up that face real quick. And it's <laughs> it's. His face sounds like this, hmm. <laughs> and uh, because he does that face all the time, and it's fantastic. Right? Uh, it, it, it's amazing. Or spectacular. It's spectacular. It's ultimate. It's, ultimate. it's, like, it's, it's like, uh, like that face. Have you guys ever seen a toddler when like they're just content and they just kind of stand there and they like look at you and you're like holding a cookie or something and they're just like, hmm. <laughs> right. yeah. That's the Tobey Maguire. That's face. definitely yeah. the Tobey Maguire face. You know, and he just. Oh, he has such a punchable face. You know, I just like <laughs> I just want to punch him. See, I don't I don't necessarily want to punch him. I just want to like gently put my left hand on his right cheek and then just like <laughs> slap his I other really cheek. I really regret comparing him to a toddler now. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately we're just like we're going to kick his ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fuck that guy. You yeah. Know? But no, no, no. I th- I think he's great. And uh this movie, he has such a wild wild arc. Yeah. Um, Well, a lot of this has to do with uh, the studio. Yeah, because the studio wanted Venom. There were a lot of issues with development. Yeah, a lot of issues that just take way too long to go into. But yeah, there was a lot of issues, and they just wanted Venom to be in the movie. But Sam Raimi was like, "Fuck that! I want Sandman." Yeah, it was just kind of like, uh, like he had a really nice, tight Sandman story. If you edited out all of the Venom scenes. You get a really personal story where it's Peter com- confronting everything that he's upset about yeah. with like Uncle Ben. It's this whole motivation to be Spider-Man. Kind of encapsulates the series. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like a I like encapsulates. Encapsulates. That's, yeah. 
so they're just the a big problem I have with this movie, like one of the main problems, and I know Rachel has the same problem too, uh, because Gwen Stacy mm. is like in the comic books just mm-hmm. one of the best, mm-hmm. and they kind of reduce her to nothing mm-hmm. <laughs> in this Typical movie. Typical Hollywood, but that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> they just turn her into the pretty blonde who you know isn't that good at science, yeah. even though she totally is like a fucking awesome scientist in the comic books. You know, I know. yeah, like she's the smart one as hell. Subject that they constantly bring up in the comic books, and then in the movie, he was just like, science isn't her best subject. <laughs> Yeah, they, they straight up like, say that. She's like, yeah, he does. She's like the only girlfriend Peter's ever had that like matches him mentally. You know, mm-hmm. at his yeah. like, like uh, mm-hmm. you know, they're both incredibly smart people, and she actually might be smarter than him. You know, um, yeah, but because uh, they're always competing with like test grades and whatnot, and this they just turn her into a model who just is a classmate of his that needs help with her freaking science homework. They have one scene at the beginning where she like answers some question that I didn't, I didn't even understand. Ah, who cares? It's yeah. science. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just science. Yeah. And I feel like it's so frustrating. Cause like as a little girl, you know, you grow up and you're like, Oh, like the pretty girls are always dumb in movies. But then, you know, I found a character like Gwen Stacy who was yeah. like still wanted. Badass. Yeah. yeah. She's still wanted like attractively and she's smart and it all just like was perfect. Yeah. Not right. Spider-Man three. I mean, yeah. I'm all about the smart, pretty, attractive girls. That's why I always love Peter's, like, landlord's daughter. Because she's smart and pretty. She can oh make cookies with nuts and... And she puts the phone on top of the thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> totally. <laughs> done and done. Remy Gray approved. So we get, like, we are introduced to, like, at the beginning of the movie, we're introduced to uh, Mary Jane's, like, in a, in a musical. And she's singing and doing her thing. And she sounds pretty good, but apparently she's, oh, yeah. like, the, sh- the world's worst singer and actress she's, like, on Broadway. She's, straight up on Broadway. Yeah. Like, it's a really good gig. Like, she just nailed it. And, and then, then they, they <laughs> nix her out of it for somebody else immediately. And, uh, and, and Tobey Maguire, sorry. Uh, Peter Parker. Is, uh, nah, he's Tobey Maguire. Yeah. So, so uh, Tober Ma Parker is um, <laughs> lip syncing to her singing. And it's I like thought that was cute. so cute. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's like, because at the adorable. beginning of the movie, they're like, hey, the relationship is strong and whatnot. And then basically, I mean, uh, I remember a big like criticism of this movie when it came out was that it's just kind of depressing because you just watch this relationship that in the comic books is like this glorified relationship. Like in the in comic book worlds, like, Peter and MJ is like the main couple. In, yeah, you know, it's a Romeo and Juliet. Like, yeah, you, you know, yeah. it's it's the couple everybody talks about. In this one, you just fall, you just watch their relationship just go to shit, and it's just it is depressing to watch. But it matches the theme of the movie. Like, right, this yeah, movie yeah. is the darkest movie, so their relationship also has <laughs> well, to go through a dark phase. Dark for like the, oh, these three yeah. movies, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, still not DC dark. But. No, no, not DC dark. Uh, not even like Marvel movies now dark. You know, because yeah, like Marvel true. like. You know, Infinity War got pretty, uh, pretty dark at the end. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't want to talk about it. I just, I just want to. I want. I want to see Zack Snyder make a Spider-Man film. So it's just going to be this obscurely violent, like. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Just I'm going to leave it at, at obscurely violent and dark <laughs> Spider-Man film, where like Peter Parker is just like snapping a neck of a dude and just being like, "Yeah, welcome to New York," and then that's it. <laughs> This again, movie, it was only it was only made sorry sorry this movie was made in 2007 right so we're still kind of in an early before the mcu even began because the mcu mm-hmm. mcu would begin the next year with iron man mm-hmm. but we are two years removed from batman begins right you know so like we've already started that you know we can take you know comic book movies more seriously you know make whatnot gritty, so this is, make it real so when you watch the move the spider-man movies now even like two and one they do feel a little outdated 
you know, because it's kind of like it's a little hokey. You know, it's a lot of bunch of like just quips and one liners. You know, um, it's a little campy, but yeah. it's not bad. It's no, just, no, 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 no. Well, really Spider Man Three is bad, but Spider Man Two is still like still considered one like the best sp- comic book movie. I love Spider Man Two. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. I wish this movie was more like that. Um, <laughs> so we're introduced to Sandman, right? And. Uh, <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> they make it so. Like, first of all, Thomas Hayden Church has a great performance in this movie. Literally as, uh, looks as exactly like Sandman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, if you pull up a picture of Sandman from the comics and uh, wh- uh, what's his name again? Uh, Marco something. Marco. No, 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 no. Um, oh, Thomas Hayden Church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you pull up those photos, even his face just looks like the comic. Exactly book. like him. Yeah. It's perfect. It was great casting. He acted really well. It's amazing. And that's the whole problem with the development of this film is that Sam Raimi wanted to make a very tight, small, little Spider-Man and Sandman story. Which would have been great. Yeah. Because those are the best scenes in the movie. Yeah. Sandman scenes. And it's like emotional and Peter's dealing with like, this is the guy that killed Uncle Ben? Yeah. This is why I'm Spider-Man is because of you? Like, I'm fighting you because it's a moral but dilemma. you made me, so and I... it still connects to the previous two films. Exactly. Instead yeah. of Venom they just being a in. whole it's... new situation. Exactly. It's, yeah. it's, you know, it's what a third movie should... In a trilogy, it's what a third movie should do. Just tie in everything together and just be like, we'll reference everything else beforehand because that had happened beforehand and tie it up in a nice pretty bow and there's a trilogy for you. Um, but then it's just weighed down by 5,000 other storylines. Because the studio was like, the fans want Venom! And Which Sam Raimi's like, hey, it's not going to be that story. The fans do want Venom. I mean, I still want, a, I mean, I haven't seen Venom out yet, but I, I don't know. I've heard mixed, I've heard some people either love it or hate it, you know, but uh, I'm still waiting for a Venom that I can cherish and love, not Topher Grace. Well, I love them frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <laughs> I mean, for the time, that was the look, guys. That was the oh, look. yeah, that was the look. That and, was uh, the look. You know, Topher Grace is actually a pretty good Eddie Brock. It's just when he becomes, like, up until the point before he becomes Venom, it's like, all right, he's kind of a douche, you know, and he looks like a douche with his frosted tips, you know, so it's like, awesome, you know. But then, but he is good at his job. Like, he's actually, like, there at the scene. He's taking photos. He's doing the Until he fucking totally, like, makes up that photo. Yeah, he did fake, yeah. he he did fake a photo. Yeah, um, do that, yeah. Boo. Boo. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> but that has to give him reason to really hate Peter Parker, so. Yeah. I do want to touch on... First off, like, you know, uh, Harry and Peter, like, that first fight scene they have with each other, where they're just, like, going through the, uh, like, the, alley. the alleyways. Yeah. yeah. Really cool fight Because Harry, Harry has become Green Goblin. Yeah. Numero dos. Dos, yeah. <laughs> We're only at two at this point. Yeah. Uh, and uh, he just, you know, because now he, he's, his hatred for Spider-Man is just so infinite and absolute that he has to destroy him in any way yeah. possible and he has to surf his way through the sky um on his sweet ass snowboard yeah and yeah, his no, half mask dope. with we his sweet hair oh yeah definitely yeah. you know and and james franco looks fucking awesome on it you know and it, it just looks like he like harry was a big fan of sean white and was just like fuck yeah i'm gonna be <laughs> sean white now <laughs> but then so he hits his so so peter like clotheslines him basically with spider web yeah and he falls and he totally he hits his head so fucking hard on that like it makes, a drain pipe that like it makes a, a dent it makes ass. a freaking dent yeah. in the drain pipe. It's it huge. How is he not dead? There were two times in this movie where he, Harry should have definitely died. <laughs> yeah, or at least have some 
worse injury than, than just short-term memory loss yeah and like only half a face burned but we'll yeah, get to that. yeah but you know you can only do so much to harry yeah you know, i guess you know you can only do so much to james franco yeah the face makes the money yeah, yeah right uh, <laughs> his face definitely makes the money for him and uh so we we have that you know and then harry's like i have short-term memory loss and i forget everything that's happened before my father died basically so yeah. erase all of the movies that you've seen so far and peter's kind of a little shit by being like well i'm gonna abuse the shit out of this you right know? right yeah i mean like all like correct me if i'm wrong but all harry knows is that his dad died he doesn't know how he died right right at least yeah. once he loses his memory i don't think peter hiding it is such a selfish thing though because if you think about it he's also saving because he is a the green goblin is a villain so right he's technically protecting everybody by not right bringing back that memory yeah you're, yeah. you're right it's I, just predominantly a selfish reason yeah, yeah i i well i think it's it could also just be he's covering his ass yeah he's sure. covering his he, he's like well you also see us this is a way out because yeah he's always been trying to ever since the first movie he's been trying to convince harry it's like listen spider-man did nothing wrong yeah and uh finally this is maybe a way it's like oh maybe I mean, it's the worst way possible, but maybe this can fix it. You yeah, know, because he just forgets about it. Technically, Spider-Man did nothing wrong. Um, he was trying to defend himself. Yeah. So and then, and then Willem Dafoe launches the glider and then goes, "Oh," and then he stabs <laughs> himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so then Marco Flint Marco becomes the Sandman. Oh yeah, yeah. He's he's running away from the cops. Wait, wait, wait. Why is he running away from the cops? Be, well, do, do we recall specifically why he's, he broke out? He's, he's, yeah, he's broke out of jail, right? Yeah, he broke oh, out of prison. Yeah, bro- broke, broke out of, out of jail. Which is funny because yeah. why is it? So he wasn't in prison because the whole reveal is is that he is the man that killed Uncle Ben. Yeah, that's the big reveal. But he's not in jail for that already. No, I'm sure that he was like acting wild and like robbed a bank. Well, yeah, because he's like, robbed banks before. But well, no, like, but didn't they sit um, Aunt May and Peter down and they said that he's been in jail? He's suspected to be the one who killed Uncle Ben. And he escaped. And he escaped. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. That's exactly how it goes. Yeah. Um, but I just don't understand why they waited five years to tell him that, uh, by the way, this is guy. This is guy I was thinking the same thing, but they kept saying suspected and they right. have witnesses, but nothing was ever confirmed. They have nothing. So I think that they didn't want to tell the family until they had Until a they solid, had like a yes. solid track yeah. on who this guy is. Yeah. That makes sense. suspicions. Yeah. They yeah. said that people say they have videos, but they didn't know for sure. Right. Because they had videos of Frosted Tips guy. Frosted Tips were hot these <laughs> <Yeah>. days. Fucking <laughs> like Eddie Brock, the yeah. killer who's in the elevator, and he's like, thanks. And then like <laughs> goes down the elevator. Um, Moral of the story of Spider-Man 3 is that anyone with Frosted Tips, bad news. Bad, bad news. news. Bad yeah. news for you. Oh, dude. <laughs> That's so bad. Um, let's Nobody see. likes sync during these days. <laughs> right. They're all killers. And so then... Flint Marco like falls into this pit of sand, and they we never don't know what the sand is for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, they he's never running from the cops. It. Yeah, we don't quite know. Yeah, they they're just like oh demolecular demolecularization or however the fuck you say that word. Yeah, it know? goes yeah. into it goes into a scene where there's these uh, he hops a fence that's covered he's being in by cops. Yeah, yeah, he, he's doing cool cop moment. Um, so he hops over a fence right. and is running in like a don't come here zone, and then he just falls into this giant hole. That has sand at the bottom. And what I recollected when I watched this last is that it was like a deconstructed nuclear site, like those big towers, and they tore it down. Right. So then there's this hole, and he fell into it. But I realized that's not the case because these 
four or three giant pillars come down as if they're on a crane and they're lit up with LEDs and they start spinning and then cut to a government site where they're in front of computers being like initializing the demoleculars, uh, demolecular. Who knows how to say that? Yeah. yeah, it's a hard word. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so they're spinning and doing science shit. And then he just evaporates into the sand. So I guess they were going to do that same thing to just the sand. Well, what I assume, because I thought about it for like the next 30 minutes of the film. Like, forget the rest of the plot. Like, right. that's this is what nice. I was thinking about. <laughs> and what I kept thinking was they didn't think anything was in the sand. So they were trying to do something to the to sand. To the sand. Okay. So at first ah, I thought, well, at okay. first I thought my very initial thought was that they would put things in that whatever ditch yeah and they would right. break down the molecules and it became sand so i just thought the sand was all the previous things they broke oh, down but ah, then but that's then, really cool but then but uh, yeah, yeah i broke my own point there okay because then they went to go do it on nothing but the sand they didn't have anything there to break down so then they must have been doing something to the sand so then what i thought happened is once there was a body in there whatever the molecular things were doing happened to the body not the sand and so it broke down the molecules hmm. in the body and then merged them to the sand, which is what I put together. But that's just me. I like to think that he just <laughs> like to churn sand for no reason. I know. <laughs> they were just like, we need to somehow make this make sense. And it's 2000, whatever. And we need to waste gonna, taxpayer dollars. So let's just, just churn sand. Words, you know? yeah. they, do, they do make a comment being like, as he falls into the pit. Oh, like some uh, bird go, or something like that. They yeah, go, yeah. oh, there's something in the sand. And a guy goes, it's probably a bird. It'll leave when we start up the machine. Yeah. When we start up the machine. Yeah. No, I think he specifically I, said when we start blasting, when we start blasting things in there. Man. Like it was something aggressive that I remember yes. being like, what, why are you doing that to sand? It's an early, t- it's an, <laughs> what did sand do what to did you? What did sand do to you? It's a, it's an aughts, you know, uh, explanation for Maybe a Maybe they were trying to make glass. Because you know how if you hit sand with lightning, it turns to glass? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe they're artistic. I yes. didn't know that lightning made sand. Right? That, that's a thing, I mean, right? It turns to glass if yeah, lightning hits sand? I, I guess it's we'll go like with super that. hot. I feel like I learned that's that. That's some alchemy, like medieval yeah. shit. I, we don't research don't like anything on the show, yeah. so you know Fun we're fact. probably wrong about most things. But yeah. who, who the fuck cares? So viewers, if we're wrong... Then fuck Just you. I know us, you all have iPhones be. right now, though, so take them all out and Google that. Yeah, because you're probably listening to this on a phone of some sort. Yeah. So why don't you look it up for us? You know, why make us do all the work for you, you lazy butts? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so moving along. Uh, so Sandman becomes Sandman. And then we have like, oh, right. So like Gwen is like doing this photo shoot, right? She's doing yeah, this photo shoot and I'm scientist. doing this really weird, like, you know, <laughs> move right now. Because we look signifies. at Gwen for her mind in this movie. Right, right. That's why. Because right. she has a beautiful mind. Mind, yes. She's got huge brain cells. Sure, we'll go with that. Yeah, yeah. she has beautiful blonde wisdom. It's just, they reduce her to nothing and it's just stupid. It I Like, stupid. it really makes me mad. It is stupid. You know, it really makes me angry. one scene where she answers some cool question that I didn't even understand the question, and then she's modeling, which is fine. Which is modeling fine. Like, there's nothing not wrong, wrong against that. It's yeah. just that then she's like, beautiful. But it's like that they're like, oh no, this is actually how she really is. But Gwen isn't a model. She wouldn't. Gwen's a badass. Yeah, she. Mary Jane is the model actress. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's Mary, the go yeah. get him tiger. Yeah. Gwen yeah. Stacy is the Gwen Stacey, go after them. So Gwen just says tiger at one point in this movie. I think. Did she? Someone said, oh, wait, no, maybe it was Eddie Brock said Tiger. Someone besides Mary Jane said Tiger, and I was like, what the fuck? I really hope that um, uh, Eddie Brock says, go get him, Tiger. 
Uh, we'll have to look that up, I guess. Uh, so like she's doing this mo- this photo shoot, and then there's just this random crane just like flying around the oh, city. Oh, may I? May I take this? Yes, for a yes, second? go ahead. Okay, so Toby McParker is Toby hanging out McPark. in his lovely loft, and uh, <laughs> he hears like the police radio station. Like he's got one of those little comms. That, and he's being uh, told Dick to Mary Jane at this point because Mary Jane's like, they hate my show. He they is, hate, he they has hate this my new review. ego. And yeah, he's, and he's like, like, well, if Spider Man. <laughs> yeah, well, Spider Man's hate. Like Spider Man gets red. Spider Man gets shit on every day, and she's like, clearly, like, okay. You being Spider-Man and me, this is my career. Two totally different things. Right? But like, at least you get to wear a mask. Yeah. Like, nobody's shitting on Peter Parker. Mary Jane didn't get bitten by a radioactive Broadway star. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she didn't get bit by a Matt Patty Lapone and suddenly, like, you know. Yeah. She's- right? <laughs> so so he's, uh, he's having a conversation with MJ and she's, like, being kind of, like, serious and shit. And then he's like, yeah, I'm totally listening. And then he's like straight up just listening to the police scanner on the side and it's like there's a crane that's going wild (laughs) in new york city spider-man where are you and he's like i'm on it so he just like dives into his suit somehow and mj's like whoa what you're wearing your suit and he's like yeah i'm leaving like mid conversation and dips out and he jumps out the window in such an awkward way. That's one thing I always remember. Yeah, yeah. he jumps and becomes like PlayStation graphics and then yeah, just whatever glides. The, yeah, whatever the graphic stuntman situation there, it's a mess. Yeah, <laughs> it's it, rough. It's rough, man. Uh, but... So then there's like a drunk man operating a crane <laughs> for, for what must have been longer than 20 minutes. Yes. Because they're contacting like the police scanner and Spider-Man has the time to get over there. Yeah, like how long does it take Spider-Man happening? to get through New York? You know, I, I imagine it takes I just him some time. I just want to know the backstory of the crane. I don't understand why <laughs> right. the crane was. Oh, was there's Dark Jim. He's up in the crane again. <laughs> crane again. I mean, you get me behind a crane, <laughs> I will spend a minute being like, oh, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and why was this the only building being hit? Right. Why? It's the only building. So, like, so, so we have Gwen, like, you know, she's doing her photo shoot and whatnot. And then, like, the photographer's like, What's that thing in my background? Like, really. And it's a giant, giant steel beam coming yeah. at them. And he's like, Get that out of here. And it comes right <laughs> to them. And the only person that falls from the building is Gwen. Is Gwen. Everybody yeah, else just smashes in, breaks the window, also does like a little squiddly do on the outside, and then comes back and takes out the floor below them. So now their floor is tilted out the Which window. Which is so not how architecture works. I don't works think that's how all. that works. I think it'd be more support than that. Don't you think? I also just feel like it would break off part of the floor instead of just slanting the floor. Maybe the drunk dude operating the crane also helped build this building. <laughs> um, he was the foreman on this, uh, you know. Did yeah. anyone else catch when Gwen Stacy tried to hold on by just the phone cord? Yes! And, she yeah. was just, and then it broke and she looked confused for a second. And <laughs> like, I was like, what? I don't know why you thought that was going to last. <laughs> like, girl, I don't care how much you weigh. Like, a, a phone cord will not sustain any human being's weight. Yeah. Like, any, any adult human being's weight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, with that logic, the way that she was thinking about holding on to that phone cord, once it broke... I was surprised that she didn't try to dial the phone on her way down. Nine one one. Well, she has no dial, like no numbers on the phone because it'd probably be on the, like the bot. Well, Remember, she would have realized that later. Kiddos, this was back when landlines were still a thing, right? Kiddos, all right. So if you don't know what a landline is, anyone who's under the age of back in my day, you know. No, my parents definitely held on to our landline till I was at least like a senior in high my school. My parents still have a landline. And then my mom was just like, mm, I don't feel like paying for this anymore. <laughs> no, my parents still have a landline. We just left it for all those like call those like junk calls. Right. Was, like, yeah. That's what. Yeah. It's yeah. mainly useful. Besides the point. Back to Spider-Man. Back, back to Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the future. Remy's like, I don't Gwen get phone Stacey calls ever. Gwen Stacy is falling out of a yeah. building. And Peter somebody Parker. calls me. 
comes Spidey through. saves her, yeah, you know, typical. and then typical stuff, you know, and also like they introduce that Gwen's dad is uh, Captain Stacy, the, the, um, the captain, the police farmer from Babe. Yes. Yeah, which is James Cromwell, which I feel like most movies that James Cromwell is, I'm just like, why is he in this movie? He doesn't need to be in this movie at all. Yeah. But we love him anyway. He's <laughs> riding off of like millions of dollars still from Babe, so right. he's fine. Um, also, I did make the joke of like he's there watching the crane like act wild, and he's like, "That'll do, crane. That'll do. Whoa, that'll do, crane." And like hits the building. He's like, "Whoa, crane. That'll do." <laughs> and uh, we go. We for the first time in this movie, we see J. Jonah Jameson as like Eddie Brock and Peter Parker are like <laughs> trying to are trying to like sell him their photos of the crane smashing scene, and. Uh, and it's such a great scene because like he has all these pills on his desk and Betty. He's Bra- got he's got like Nyquil. He has Pepto Bismol. He has eye drops. I'm so he's happy got someone else spray. was trying to figure out what the drugs were too. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I mean there was like was heart medication too, and yeah. like you know, and and all types of you know different meds. As he's for, smoking a cigar. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Parker, where's Rolls of Harbor? For like J.K. Simmons never gave a bad performance in any three of these movies. He was just oh, no. absolutely perfect yeah. in all these movies. But it's just funny because he's supposed to be subdued, you know. So like. Every time he's about to get angry, you know, Betty Brant, like, buzzes to his intercom, which then shakes the entire fucking desk. And, and like, pills. just, like, yeah, it just agitates him more, I would think. You know, mm. he's like, take your, t- take your pills now. And, like, your grabs, wife wants you to yeah, take your pills. Your wife wants you to take your pills, right? And, like, he grabs one. She's like, mm, not that one. He, like, he, like not yells out the window and then, like, calmly goes to the intercom and is like, thank you. Yeah, he's like, tell her. Thank you. You know, <laughs> uh, good, good, good stuff. Uh, the, I mean, the whole Daily Bugle actors are all great. Like, you know, there's the guy who's uh, uh, Ted Ted Raimi, who's yeah, uh, Sam Raimi's Sam brother, brother yeah. who's, who always just comes in with, like these hilarious one-liners. You know, where like there's one point where Jay, where Jameson is like, "Does anybody care about me?" And Ted like pops and goes like, "I do." <laughs> <laughs> and he's not even in focus either. Like, he's not even in focus. Right? Yeah, yeah. He's just like in the back like, of blob. We open I up. Do. Like, we get to the bugle, and like Ted Raimi is like, you know, uh. Bugle, it's hip, it's now, it's wow. That was, uh, you know, Erickson's thing. And it's like, and how? That was me. I came up with that one. <laughs> you know, he's like totally proud of himself. It's such a dork, and I love that character. Well, it's because that's Sam Raimi just being like, all right, you get a part. I'm going to keep you blurred for most of it, <laughs> yeah. and then you come up with the dorkiest shit. Yep. I, I, I fully believe that, like, Ted Raimi just, like, improvised every line he had in this movie. Yeah. Like, he just came up with everything on the spot, you know, and Sam was like, okay, give me another. Give me another. Give me another, you know? Speaking of Ted, Ted Raimi's role, like, bringing it back to Spider-Man 2, which I'm sure y'all have seen if you're listening to this episode as well, when he's like, what about Doc Ock? Yes. <laughs> There's, like, that point where he's like, you know, um, he's I like... I forgot about Yeah, that. he's like, Dr. Octopus? No. Nah. Uh, uh, Dr. Strange. It's good. But taken. <laughs> yeah. I got it. Doc Octopus. Doc Ock. Genius. Yeah. <laughs> he's just like, oh, I, I, no, it'd be a great name. But anyway, so, like... Eddie like sells his photos to Jameson because he sells them for he sells them for cheaper. And it's at this point that I'm like, yeah, yeah, Torrance Grace is pretty fucking good as a uh, as Eddie Brock. You know, he's kind of an asshole. So then we get this awesome, friggin' awesome Stan, Stan Lee cameo, which is probably like one of his best cameos ever. It's one of my favorites. Yeah. Oh yeah, Agreed. especially because it's a Spider Man and it's so sentimental. Yeah. Yeah, like Spider Man's like seeing like some stuff like oh they're giving Spider Man the key of the city because he saved the captain's daughter's life. You know, and yeah. and Stanley just walks up and says like some really cool stuff. You know, he's like, uh, you know, yeah. What did he say? He said, "All I remember is I ended it with saying, 'Nuff said,' which is the coolest yeah. thing ever." Right. 
Yeah. Because he, if he any of you are Marvel like, fans out there, every once in a while they'll do an issue that says like "enough said" issue, yeah. and it'll just be like, yeah, like I have like I this awesome those. like Thor issue that says "enough said" and it has yeah. zero dialogue in it. I have a Spider Man one that's yeah, enough said. They're yeah. awesome issues, mm-hmm. um, and that's kind of like a reference to that, you know. So and yeah, we love Stanley. That man is a national treasure. Yeah. Let's see what else happens in this goddamn movie. Oh, so then Harry comes home finally, like you know he's safe and everything. He comes home and like finds out that he has like all these these awesome reflexes because like. Peter throws him a basketball and it knocks over a vase and Harry catches both. And he's like, whoa, I didn't know I could do that, man. And Peter's like, oh, shit, he's going to find out who he is. He's like, you're back, buddy. Yay. Yay. Also, wait. But what's with that, though? They're just like playing basketball in his fucking house. Sure. But why does he have like goblin reflexes? Oh, because remember at the beginning of the movie, you see Harry coming out of like the goblin like uh, Oh, that's right. He's like naked, except he's wearing boxers. And it's like, come on. Yeah, not sorry, everything yeah, yeah. can be, you know, affected yeah. by the goblin. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> he's got to protect something. Well, he's got to protect yeah. something. Like if the goblin serum just gave him like this massive penis, you know? <laughs> yep. Back to formula. <laughs> Damn it! I didn't ask for this. Oh, so like Sandman has his first attack because like uh, Spidey, uh, you know, Spidey gets the key of the city, and then while that's happening, oh, Spidey totally fucking kisses Gwen. Yeah, I'm in front really good of about everybody. That. Yeah, I'm really good about that. Yeah, what That's a not dick. Okay. Dick yeah, move. Not okay. Because he was totally like, "Oh yeah, kiss me. They'll love it." And MJ sees that and it's like, "Yeah, you can't go from asshole. a scene of like I'm gonna buy a ring to propose to my girlfriend to then be like, hey, right? He's trying to propose her to her in this movie. Stacy, like, why don't you just give me a kiss real quick while the whole world watches yeah, in the what? position that my girl? Yeah, Peter, no, you're you're up. fucking up. Like, his actions are inexcusable. Yes. But they make sense for the character because, like, Peter has never had this type of, you know, fame. Fame. Yeah. Even though it's not Peter that has fame, it's Spider Man that has fame. But right. it's like, he doesn't but know. Peter has to... also never had fame. So he's right. so pumped. He doesn't about know how, he, how to act and he does, like, terrible things. That doesn't excuse what he does at all. Not like, at still all. shitty things that he did. But yeah. it's like, that's the logical reason why he did these mm-hmm. things, you know, which is actually a smart way to deconstruct the character. Yeah. You know, uh, Especially if we're going to throw Venom later in. Right. It's a right. good, yeah. He needs that vulnerability and that, um, Right. Negative traits to begin with. Which also was actually just thrown in for this film while it was being made. Right. Like, and uh, Raimi didn't want that. Literally, and literally, like, right after the kiss, Peter's going to propose to MJ at, mm-hmm. like, this fancy French restaurant, you know, mm-hmm. where we get Bruce Campbell. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, mm-hmm. Bruce Campbell, his third cameo in these movies. If you remember in the first one, he's the uh, ringleader in the, uh, or he's the, uh, uh, kind of like the Bruce Ventura, you know, of yeah, uh, the, from UFC. Yeah, the announcer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and announcer. He's like, you know, fighting! What's your name, kid? The the human spider. Well, that's a terrible name. Spider-Man! Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's pretty good Bruce Campbell. Like, that's how he said the line in, yeah. in that. that was, good I mean, I'm, sad, I'm proud of myself. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the second movie, he had the best cameo, where he was the usher at the at the theater, like that, that MJ was in a play, and Peter was like, was late, Lake? Yeah, Peter was Lake. He was uh, like late. Like late, yeah. Uh... And Bruce Campbell is being a dick. He's like, oh, your shoe's untied. Oh, your necktie. You know, uh, fix that. <laughs> and he's like, Peter's trying to go in. He's like, oh, no, I'm sorry. No one man to the theater after the curtain has risen. <laughs> he took all that time just <laughs> no, to mess with them. fucking hilarious. And then in this movie, he plays the maitre d' in a French restaurant. The French maitre d'. And it's, French, it's yeah. so good. I think my favorite bit out of all of this, because he's so excited because Peter's going to propose to MJ. So Peter's like... I want to uh, propose. I, I want to do something special. And he's like, oh, like put the ring inside of the champagne. And he's like, yeah, yeah. And if you could play the song, he's like, oh, it is the band's favorite. 
I'm French. <laughs> he just no, says, he, I'm no, French. He says, no, he says, I, he, he goes, I understand romance. I am French. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was his reflection on the line that he I didn't connect yeah. yeah. to the previous thought. So it sounded like he was just stating that. Well, and then he does, like, he does like all these things where he's like, first of all, he's like, you know, ah, yes, uh, Becker. It's like Parker. Parker. That's what I said. Becker. Becker. <laughs> you know? And he like grabs the ring, you know, and he's like, he takes out his glasses. He's like, oh, hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I firmly believe that like Bruce Campbell was just like got it I'll be the mater D and just like did the whole thing Improved. just like I'm just yeah. gonna do this all myself yeah. and it's what Bruce Campbell just needs to be in more movies cause bring him I, back to the MCU yeah bring him in, bring like, him in. like God rest his soul and God forbid this happens anytime soon but when Stan Lee does leave us eventually they should just put Bruce Lee <gasps> uh, Bruce Lee <laughs> hell yeah, yeah bring that, that guy choice. back right yeah um <laughs> But yeah, bring Bruce Campbell and do like cameos, you know, in every movie. Mm. That'd be fucking awesome. Yeah. Because Bruce Campbell, the only reason he was in these movies is because he has, he has a close tie to Sam Raimi. He's like best buds. Yeah. I mean, I imagine. They're pretty close. Yeah. Uh, he's listening kill. to this. He's like, I hate that guy. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then like Peter gets called to the police station to figure out that, you know, Sandman killed his uncle. Mm-hmm. And like they do this flashback in black and white. For no reason, make it look like noir film or whatever. It's yeah. a flashback. Make it black and white. Make it black or and sepia white. tone or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so then yeah. because of this, mm-hmm. Batman, or Batman, yeah. <laughs> John, what movie did you watch? <laughs> I, I was like just chugging Jamie. Uh, uh, I was chugging Jack Daniels while we were watching this movie, you know. So, so Batman just shows up and kills <laughs> Uncle Ben. <laughs> and Spider Man's like, who, who are, are you? He's like, now you like, know how it I'm feels. <laughs> So one thing we forgot to mention was that this like the symbiote like fell out of the sky at the beginning of the movie. And, yeah, like, that also didn't make much sense. Oh yeah, that That's was okay. just it sorry, just, that was really it was just out of a meteor good. out of the sky. You know what it kind of reminded out. me of? Have you guys ever seen the Men in Black? Yeah, yeah. when the when Love the Men in Black. when the when the one and it like takes uh, over the hot Victoria's Secret water. model woman. Yeah, oh, yeah. And the second one and how it just yeah how it just falls out of the sky. That's what that reminded me of. Nice. Yeah. Okay, I remember how remember how I said while we were watching the movie that this movie was like my first. Like the first movie I watched that had like sexual tension in it. Never mind. And Men in Black Two. Yeah, John's the kind of guy who's that's a good one. First movie that had sexual tension in it was Spider Man Three. I was twelve. It came out on my my birthday. Wait, but what character? I don't understand which character was giving you sex. Was it Gwen Stacy? No, it was it was the scene like when they're in the jazz club like dancing. I know. I was (laughs) twelve. Come on, man. I wish the people listening could feel the eye contact that we yeah, just had. Well, I feel like you could hear the eye contact. <laughs> I was 12 years old. I was a Catholic school kid, okay? I got nothing, all right? <laughs> sure, but you probably watched, like, True Lies or something. Nope. If- I just feel okay. like Tobey Maguire uncomfortably dancing in a jazz club in a way It was that more about Bryce is... Dallas Howard, I think, than it was about... And that's thing John has seen. <laughs> <laughs> Toby Maguire like gyrating his hips is the sexiest thing I've ever seen on film. Well, we all know a little bit more about JG. Yep, like fuck, fuck, fucking, uh, like, uh, fuck the Fifty Shades of Grey movie. It's like fuck any like movie with like a, with like you know the like memorable sex scenes. Fuck Basic Instinct. Fuck all that. No, 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 no. Toby Maguire just emo Spider Man doing a jazz thrust. Yeah, or like when he walks out of the suit shop and he's just like. Oh my god! Just thrusting. John's like, "You're right. It's getting a little hot in this theater. The vapors. Ten times hotter than James Franco in the whole movie. That one moment right there. 
<laughs> Beats James Franco. Uh, but we do get we do get black suit Spider Man now. About an hour into the movie, we get black suit Spider Man. Uh, also, about like half an hour into the movie, we get any suit Spider Man. Well, he yeah. was in the beginning. He was in the beginning. The, for the like very a split first second. Yeah. Split second, and then yeah, thirty minutes in is when you actually get Spidey. Yeah. Yeah. Then we get Spidey. And because uh, he's so enraged by by a uh, Sandman that like the symbiote like gravitates towards him and like makes his suit all black and just makes his suit just nothing but black like it's not there's no white spider on it it's just a black suit yeah but like it, it <laughs> this is when I wrote down like angry Tobey Maguire is really funny because he's like he like finds Sandman and he's like you know you have to answer for the death of Ben, of ben Parker and then Sandman's like what does it matter to you and then Tobey goes everything and it's just so out of nowhere. <laughs> Which, okay, for the character of Peter Parker slash Spider-Man, I think that that is a very touching moment. Right. The delivery comes out of nowhere. Well, I think because, well, I'm sure this isn't the only reason, but one of the reasons Tobey Maguire was cast is because he's not that guy. He's not that aggressive guy. He's a dopey, He's the cute puppy dog. Yeah. Yeah, That's why he's such a good So the fact that he had to force a Venom situation just makes me laugh. Right. Like, Like, Andrew Garfield could do that. I think he's talented, and I think he did it... You know his way, but for I, that time period, for, for those that movies, time it period, works. Yeah. Exactly. But when he gets angry, you can't really yeah, take it seriously. It's just so cute. Yeah. It's like again when a toddler head throws a tantrum. It's yeah. Just so that, cute. It's great. just so cute. Yeah. 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 It it. So then he basically kills Sandman. Well, like with water, <laughs> and Sandman turns into mud and floats away, and then we get emo Peter. Where you could see the comb marks in his hair. You can see exactly where they combed his hair down over his eye. (laughs) He just like looks at himself in a mirror and he's like, oh, slick back hair. That's not, he doesn't say this. This is just me speaking his mind right now. So it's like, he sees himself in a mirror. He's like, slick back hair. That's too nice guy for me. He's going to. It's just, it down you didn't have, like, they didn't have to touch his hair, and you would still understand the diff, the contrast between, you know, good Peter I and mean, evil Peter. it's what? This is 2007, so, like, My Chemical Romance is kind of in the middle of their height, right? Like, because this, 2007 would have been when, uh... Uh, sure, sure, but yeah, like Helena came out that so long. Good night came out and everything. So like he looks like Gerard Way, kind of, you know, and <laughs> but like just, barely because he still has his Peter Parker hair. They're just pushing it. Also, down. I just feel like being evil Spider Man or good Spider Man is a very active job, and I right. just don't see how you can have that hair in your face and be able to see. Yeah, That's all I'm gonna say. I you are very right. You <laughs> from a design point, I think that they maybe could have done like you know in Lord of the Rings how Frodo is slowly getting paler and his hair is getting darker. To okay. show like yeah. the weight of the ring that's or whatever. Cool. Yeah, that's ah. I, always, I always thought that was a really cool, cool design thing. Or yeah. even because just by having, the third movie, or he's even just like, having messy hair because he always yeah. had his hair nice and combed. So just why does it have to be like, nice and combed, jet black? And it looks like he dyed his hair yeah. too. Yeah. Oh, he totally did. Yeah, totally did. The symbiote got in there and was like, "We've got this," and then dyed his hair <laughs> by itself. That's a big problem I do have with how they portray Venom in this movie. That like Venom isn't a sentient being. Like the symbiote is not sentient. It's just yeah. a blob yeah you know? i mean and, at one point um i mean at the very end the, that one point um right at the very end eddie brock gets pushed out of the venom symbiote but the symbiote just goes yeah it just like screams rather than just being like you right. just have i mean at that point he would probably say me or they whatever or they're us. yeah they, because right they're genderless and they also reproduce uh asexually yeah in fact mm. fuck yeah Ooh. um so like Peter isn't like total bitch. <laughs> Science bitch. <laughs> Straight up fact. Straight up fact, yo. <laughs> Vanilla Ice knows what's up. Yeah. Uh there 
but like Peter isn't like totally evil yet, right? You know, so like he's still like working his way up to it because he's, he's building off of. Uh, he's so he's like, confidence. I'm gonna go evil, but first I'm gonna just like jazz down the street. Yeah, well, no, he doesn't even do that yet because he's just like he's just he's 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 liking himself for the first time. Right. You know. Oh. Um. But I don't think I've ever thought about like that. Specifically. I'm not saying he didn't like himself before, but he no, just, he never. Well, no, but he didn't yeah, he like himself of, before. Yeah, he didn't Interesting. Think of himself yeah. Exactly. But so, one of my favorite lines in the movie comes up because, like, Peter's like, "Shit, I gotta like explain to MJ like stuff that's going on." You know, I need to talk to her, and he's like, "I don't know what to say." And then his landlord, you know, the one who's always like, "Rent, rent," he like comes up to her or comes up to him and says, "You know, oh, you're talking to a woman. You're talking to Mary Jane. All right, I know what to tell you. You know, I know what you should tell her. Tell her this." You're a good woman. I'm a good man. And that's it. Yep. <laughs> it's like, and he just like smiles at like, that's good advice. You know, Parker's like, like, thank you. Thank you. Sure. So yeah. Can You'll you get imagine this- being Mary Jane and like your boyfriend comes up to you to explain all this and he's like, oh, it's not my fault I was being a dick. Like, it's just this like alien thing. And, and but you're a good woman. I'm a good man. Yeah. We should- excuses. <laughs> yeah. Excuse- yeah. And uh, but, you know, that 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 landlord, he's just trying so hard. But. You know, he'll get his rent money when he fixes that damn door. Yep. God. I do love that the door is like a huge part of this entire movie. Like everybody that interacts, interacts with the door struggles with it so fucking hard. Yeah. It's hilarious. He like can't unlock it. There's- when he does unlock it, he pulls the uh, handle off of his side and then tries to put it back well- in. And then the other side of the handle falls off. There's totally like one scene where like it's a really dramatic scene between him and him and Mary Jane and Mary Jane like turns to leave and then she struggles so hard trying yeah. to open the door. It's like you hear it too. She's like, ah. <laughs> right, just like oh, fuck. You know? Um, so let's see, what do we get next? Oh yeah, so then Mary, Mary Jane just like goes over to Harry's apartment, you know, and they like do the twist. Oh, Harry... it's my favorite scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, if I may, uh, she's having a good old time with uh, with with Harry because they had a history together. They've they've been super close, so now they're just trying to get back into the swing. They of dated things. in the first movie. Harry is like. You know what's charming? Making omelets. So he decides to whip up some butter in a hot pan. I mean, if James Franco was to make me omelets, my omelets. If James Franco was able to make me omelets, I'd I'd get my pants off too. So also, all that was in this omelet was just cheese and spinach. That was it. Yeah. Not saying that's a bad omelet. I'd probably still eat the omelet, but I feel like he's rich and could have done better. Please continue. Probably. With your point. I like your standards <laughs> for rich people's omelets. <laughs> like you what? get four more. Did Rachel, you see how big that if, kitchen was? You know he's got some mushrooms or like some feta or like something else he could throw in there, tomatoes, something. Okay, Rachel, Rachel, give it to me. <laughs> what would be inside your fantasies, James Franco's omelet? Yeah, if James um, Franco was right here and said, "I'm gonna make you an omelet," what would he make? What would he put in? All it? right. Well, I'm gonna start by saying I don't like omelets. But <laughs> okay, all right. But I Hold do on. like, but for I do record, like James Franco. So. Yeah, I was gonna say for the so record, this entire film, Rachel has been like James Franco is great and <laughs> he's daddy. Because, <laughs> because I've been saying that uh, Topher Grace is like a sexy dude, and then everybody's been making fun of me for the. But he's hotter than Dave Franco, James Franco. Honestly, either of them. He yeah. Any Franco. Any is hotter Franco. than Topher Grace. What was the cousin's name? Stephen. 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 Franco. Um, but yeah, so what's in James's omelet? If he, if because you know, <laughs> could that be, be a new like segment? What's, <laughs> what's in James's James omelet? <laughs> because if James Franco came to me and offered me an omelet, I can't say no because James Franco. So I feel like I would want 
eggs. The thing is, I don't like cheese. It's the other part of this problem. But I do like. I do the like, fuck is wrong? Okay, I know, I know. Okay, so I would choose feta cheese. Okay. With spinach, I would do spinach. Spinach is spinach isn't bad. That's not what okay, I want. Okay, so so far we've got do, like, everything mushrooms. that's in his omelet. I would do mushrooms. Okay. Um. Oh, what else goes in omelets? Um. Avocado. Oh, oh shit! Avocado yeah. Okay. Maybe more like on top. Maybe not in the omelet per se. Would you have okay. ash browns on the side? Um. Yeah. Why not? Why yeah. not? Yeah. Why were they only them? making omelets? Were yeah. we not having anything else? No bacon. No well, toast? he barely made an omelet. He did. <laughs> yeah. He it fucked on the floor. up. He like tried to flip <laughs> yeah. the omelet. 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 God damn. He flipped the omelet and it fell on the ground and just made a shitty mess in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah. Which definitely looked like. Oh, it happened live. Like the, yeah. And, the, that was and a Sam Raimi was just like, that's that's the shot we got to use. But yeah, James, honestly, so I'm just be super mushrooms, with you. I'm avocado. Be super honest with you, James Franco could make me anything, and I would happily eat it. I'd be like, <laughs> thank you, and I'm not gonna complain. Like All he right. could make you Brussels sprouts, and you'd be like, I'd eat it. Yeah. Whoa, James Franco, whoa, you're saying like Brussels sprouts is a bad thing? Yes, it is a bad thing. And we are not having this debate right now, Remy. Cooked the right way, they're not that bad. Anyway, Spider-Man Cut three. Spider-Man three. Spider-Man three. Uh, yeah. So yeah, omelet making, and then like. Harry all of a sudden like remembers like that he's an evil person, um, so he just goes back to being evil and he makes MJ he like goes over to MJ's place and like captures her and says like if you want Peter to live you'll do as I say. Which I'd be like okay what are we doing? And like Peter's like totally gonna propose to her to, like try to save their relationship. That was a key moment for her though because I feel like the whole film where we all have this bad image of not bad image of MJ but we're all like oh she's being a little selfish but in that moment there like you could tell she didn't want to break up with him but she had to because she right. wanted to die. Right, and I so relate. then she. She breaks his poor heart, and he, <laughs> Tobey Maguire has the ugliest cry face ever. Yeah, he's so straight up trying to cry. Like he's like, "Come on, tears, come on!" Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah, right. Like that. That's that. There's like that one clip of like where Kim is like trying so hard to cry. Well, it's also on American Idol once. Like uh, Kelly Clarkson gave like this really passionate performance, and you see like Keith Urban just man crying, and it's like just like single tear down his face. Then you, they cut to J Lo, and she's trying so hard to cry oh like and gosh. she's no tears are coming you know it's so fucking funny uh so keith urban should be the new peter parker yeah okay definitely have an aussie play that'd be hilarious peter uh, urban peter <laughs> keith parker keith parker right uh so yeah so then peter and then peter and harry like you know they go to like some diner and uh, which is the same diner that Peter was at with MJ in Spider-Man 2. And then Doc Ock throws a car through the window. Yeah. So bad things just happen at this diner. Yeah. So Not Peter's just like, I'm going to go back here. And I'm sure this was like Rachel's favorite part. But like, you know, uh, oh, Peter left. Peter. Did he wink? Oh, yeah. There's a Peter wink leaves, and a smile. And he looks back. It was the smile that got me. It was like this half like he looked over his shoulder. It was like half a smile. And You've all wings. seen the gif. You know, mm. it's a it's a famous gif mm. now. And then he just fucking, like, yeah, he he smiles and winks, you know. And then, like, a truck goes by. And he disappears. And he disappears. So, I have a giant problem with that exact moment. <laughs> and it's specifically because he just disappears. Because in my brain, I'm like, oh, Peter's paranoid. He's seeing James Franco. I mean, <laughs> he's not just seeing James <laughs> Franco. He's right. seeing Harry. Yeah. Harry Osborne. Um... I don't understand why he disappears. I mean, maybe he definitely just ordered something. Maybe he just waited perfectly for that bus coming and then just dropped to the floor. He didn't actually disappear. <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> and then, like, the waitress comes up and is like, uh, Sir, why are you on the ground? Right? He's like, <laughs> he's like no, right now. I'm not trying right to freak out my friend. <laughs> or actually, he's not my friend. He's my enemy, but he's kind of also but my friend. And it's of, weird. We're frenemies. You know, yeah. We're frenemies, yeah. And I kind of want to kill him. You Let know? me know when he's not looking so I can get back up. Right? Yeah, exactly. And then, like, 
then like oh my god they get they go we're at harry's place at one point and he's like painting you know he's got like he had the one arm behind the back he's just just like yeah painting sophisticatedly and he like right kill me and then he like pours himself a glass of bourbon and then he like raises his head and then there's peter like behind him and he's just like you know peter's like there to fight you know and then perry goes like you know face it peter i've always loved mj she's my girl now and then he says and when we kiss it's like it was back then and then, like, puts his ha- fingers on his lips, and he's like, ooh, strawberries. And, yeah, like, he puts his face on, or, like, he puts his face on him. <laughs> no, they're like, uh, uh. I just, I don't know if we're watching the same movie. <laughs> so, so they're fighting, and then they start making Shit, it out. I the wrong man shows up, and then the this country on- spider comes, who's Keith Urban. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh. So, they, so they're fighting, and then they get into, like, the goblin lair in the apartment, and... Then, and then Peter's like, you know, ooh, you're a disgrace. Your daddy hates you. Oh, Goblin Jr. gonna cry now? Mm, you know? Yeah, yep. he did not do that well. And then fucking Harry takes like a bomb. I, think, I do think that this is a cool moment where it's Peter turning dark and like his immediate reaction is this moment. It is a bit much. John, take it away. Yeah, and then Harry takes a bomb throws it and then as a badass though Peter, this is pretty badass peter like just dicks out dup, dicks out of the way <laughs> dips out of the way i could not speak in this episode guys uh, he dips out of the way he like web slings to the bomb and just like chucks it behind him and it blows yeah. up next to harry's face yeah. and somehow harry doesn't die we've seen these explosions before they are giant they take out buildings they're full of shrapnel it is right next to the right side of his face yeah and, and he doesn't all that die. happens is he's got like a little little mark on the side. And it's of his also face. like, like not like a opera. burn thing yeah. because it just fucks up the structure of his face. Like his yeah. his his uh his cheekbone is just like jutted yeah, out of his face. Yeah, it's not even like a full burn. It's just kind of like wrinkled skin. <laughs> and also, this movie takes place over like, like maybe some uh, some moisturizer or something yeah. like that, you know. But the the time lapse of this entire movie is like three days at most right probably yeah i don't yeah. know the time the time it's, oh i didn't even really think about the it's, time lapse. it's less than like i kind of assumed week. it was honestly a couple weeks that's what i assumed. really yeah i don't know i mean he was in the hospital for a minute i guess okay let's pound through this so, cool montage yeah da, 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 da. harry's face is fucked yeah <laughs> and then like you know harry so we have cool montage po- moment where like Peter's like all awesome and like being like, ooh, I'm, I'm, you know. He does. He's dancing. He's I'm gyrating. sexy. I'm dancing. He's gyrating on the. Uh, and he's clearly. Everybody's like, what the fuck is he's this like guy doing? He's like walking down the street, pointing at every single female that walks by, and then thrusting, and then decides to go into a shop to get clothes. A suit. Yeah. Yeah, he gets a suit. <laughs> Which I assumed he stole. I don't think he paid for it. Probably not. Because he doesn't, he doesn't have, have money. money. He doesn't. Yeah. And it's Venom, not him. And uh, so, like, he's do like you know, it's like pointing at people and gyrating at people, and then and then he like you know Most claps his hands. Most awkward thing I've ever seen. He, yeah, it's fucking hysterical. Like you all know the scene, and it's I don't just, think Tobey Maguire ever took like a dance class or anything. Nope. Which he's is funny because then then literally the next scene they're going he and and uh, and Gwen Stacy are going to the jazz club that yeah. MJ works at. Yep. And he goes to the waitress and he's like, find us some shade. And then like what what did he give her like a twenty oh. tops? Maybe yeah. I would have been yeah. like first no, off, probably like a ten dollar bill. I know. Like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, first off, if anyone ever said that to me, I'd where did he get all this money restaurant. from? 
Second, only that's a small tip. You're gonna have to uh, to talk to me that way, and for me to actually listen. And then to for you, him to say I'm like you know, at least like that's, that's then for him to say like you know, yeah. nice yeah. legs, you know. Rich, yeah. I'm like, with you. Yeah, yeah. $10. She should have decked him for that, you yeah. know. Also, find up some shade. You're indoors. I know. That's what I kept thinking the whole time. I was like, this. Whole, it's nighttime. I mean, one. sure, nighttime you're in a one. jazz bar, like mm. so you can talk like that, but not if you're Toby Maguire. Yeah, <laughs> emo so then, Toby Maguire. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so then they dance. And they piss off MJ, you know, and then like Gwen Stacy's like, I'm so, she like didn't realize, she's like, oh my God, he's doing this totally just to get back at her. Like, I'm so sorry. And she leaves. And then Peter like, like tries to beat up, beat up some security guards. And then he like accidentally like slaps MJ in the face and like hits her on the, and like throws her to the ground. Slaps? Or he totally, he or maybe he definitely, he definitely, yeah, definitely yeah. punches her. I don't know. Yeah, he, he definitely, whatever he's it is. Like, he's punching. the ground. It's definitely so. abuse. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's when she was just like done and then i think that's when he realized oh shit i'm a bad person so we get some awesome imagery though and then he's like on like the on top of like a steeple of a church like looking down all sad and everything i don't know why he had to go to a church to do that uh symbolism um yeah big time symbolism i mean okay like like i was saying og comic books right he does that in the comic books yeah yeah. but he's only following the spider-man and rhino fight because but instead, this is like giving up, like giving the symbiote to Eddie Brock. So yeah, yeah. which Eddie is just happens to be there in the church, like you know, coincidentally. Well, uh, not, I mean, in the movie, coincidentally. Yeah. No. Yeah, in the movie, yeah. coincidentally, he's just yeah. in the church, and like he gets, he's like asking God to kill Peter Parker, which is really fuck. Why are you doing that in a church? But okay, sure, why not? Yeah. Um, I just don't think he's ever been to a church before. Nah, and then or he's, he's never like, been I don't get a how Christian before. It's like, yeah. yeah, God, you can do anything, right? Yeah, kill this guy for me. Yeah. Um, I'll and be a like, good Christian if you kill him. <laughs> Peter like totally like rips off the the symbiote suit. Yeah, he rings the bell, does the shit, and he's butt ass. But the only reason he ripped it, he didn't technically rip it off if you oh. think about it, because he couldn't get it off. Right. The only reason it happily left, I think it happily volunteered to leave him, was because it started. Um, Falling to Eddie. Yeah. Well, also we had like no, the, no, no. The bell it's ringing. all about. So it took the path of least resistance. It's he couldn't get it off at first, and then a little piece fell onto what's his face, Eddie Brock. Yeah. He's like, ooh, I can fly. I can exactly. You know, leech so off then, of this guy. Yeah. I'm, so that's the only reason he was able to get it off. I'm just gonna dispute that. Symbiote don't like loud sounds. They oh, don't, that too. I they don't yeah, like the loud sounds. The the, it's it's uh, sonic vibrations and yeah, fire are the two things that it doesn't like. Yeah. So he hit the bell and then it's freaking out. So yeah. it just like started to fall apart and then dripped onto Eddie Brock. And then yeah. so then so then Eddie becomes Venom though and he's like for some reason he's all buff. And Topher Grace is a thin dude. But like yeah. his Venom is buff. So it's like why didn't they do that to Spider-Man, you know? But uh yeah, he's all buff for some reason and he and so and he and Sandman team up, you know, and they they capture Aunt May. And uh, not not Aunt May. I'm I know, sorry. I was like, what they, movie are okay. you watching? They capture MJ. Um, like I said, I was just chugging Jack Daniels through this, you know. So, uh, like, he, they capture MJ, and then they put. So like the news has it on TV, right? And they have like they have like this web that says Spider Man, stop us if you can. That is my favorite because okay, so Venom had kidnapped MJ, put her in a taxi cab. Or maybe it's not even a taxi cab. It's just no, yeah, a it's a taxi car. cab. It, it is. Yeah, because okay, he cool. captures her. She's like gets in a taxi, and he's like, "Hey there!" and like grabs her. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's in a taxi. He somehow gets it so far up a building that's under construction, and then has the time to web it up, make a little net, pew, pew, pew. capture the car, and then spell out the words, "Spider Man, stop us if you can." 
I just feel like they could have also kidnapped Spider-Man and just brought him. I just don't. Okay. Well, yeah. you want to lure him in, I guess. I and don't what, know. What if it's the only way to find him. It's the only way to find him. What if he wasn't watching the news? <laughs> but okay okay <laughs> i will uh i think i think you're I, you're asking way too many hard no, no, questions no. for this movie no no, no. <laughs> it's an easy question I hold my because this is the whole thing yes this is the whole thing why venom hates spider-man like og comic books oh, yeah the symbiote attached to peter parker it knows who peter parker is uh, and then attaches to eddie brock so now eddie brock knows everything so then he's like, holy shit, it's the same dude who does the news. So I can advertise it on the news and Peter Parker will follow it. Then we get Harry all ugly faced and like Spider-Man tries to get his help and he says, no, fuck off. And uh, then his butler comes out of nowhere and just tells him, your dad did not was not killed by Spider-Man. He died by his own hand. I love you because I loved your father, but he killed himself. Dude, why did you wait five fucking years to tell him that? Yeah, uh, the <laughs> butler literally jumps out of nowhere. You that to butler say could this. have prevented a lot, a lot, a lot of, of You could have said that a while ago. Yeah, a lot of things. Uh, and then we get Mega Sandman, and like this giant friggin' Sandman it looks like Clayface. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. Yeah, and then they try to kill Spider-Man, and they like almost kill him, and then. But then Harry comes in to save the day because he's gonna be like cool now with him, and uh, and like. Sp- and the same. Let me just put this out there. The same bomb that took off half of the Sandman's head. Oh yeah. Was the same bomb that barely did anything to Harry's face. Yeah. What the fuck? And they were sti- They were at the same proximity. Same proximity from the explosion to each other. And Sandman was like the size of three buildings. Yeah. And it blew up half his face. Half his head. And yeah. that and it only gave Granted, Harry a rash. You know? yeah. <laughs> he's made of sand, but uh still. <laughs> Granted, yeah. yes, but still logic, you know. But we saw the size of the explosion. It's we huge. Did. It was it's huge, yeah. Yeah. And um so yeah, and then Spider Man and Harry like fight together to like save the day. Um and they kind of basically like you know st- that one explosion kind of stopped Sandman basically. Uh, well, they do a couple more things to stop Sandman, but it he kind of like goes away. Him. He goes away for the rest of the fight, and then he comes back at the end of the fight. Um, but then, like the main fight is obviously between Venom and Peter, and like Venom has gotten a hold of Harry's snowboard, like snowboard. like glider, right. and yeah. he's like. T- gonna stab peter with it and then because harry... because harry decided to like click on the back of the board where blades come out and i was like dude didn't you realize didn't you, like didn't you learn dad... anything from your father <laughs> yeah um and and then harry sacrifices himself and throws himself in front of the yeah. uh, blades and because the glider's coming at peter and then yeah harry jumps in and then that that fuels hair that fuels fuels peter to just you know save the day and he uh you know he does like he puts all the pulls down and he, like hits them all together to like you know get the symbiote off of uh, off of Eddie. Yeah. yeah. And he pulls Eddie out and he's gonna take like he takes one of uh, Harry's like bombs and throws it into the symbiote and then Eddie like a fucking idiot goes no Peter and jumps inside and dies. Yeah. And that's the end of Venom. And he explodes. Yeah. So that's two people that were seriously wounded or died by these bombs and Harry was just faced. Yep. See, Zack Snyder would have loved this film. I'm sure Zack Snyder does love this movie. Yeah. This is this was the basis for Batman vs. Superman for him. Everyone dies. Right? Let's well, kill everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and so then that's the end of Venom, and then uh, we get like, 
you know, Sandman tells tells him what happened or tells Peter oh, what happened. Oh shit! And it's like okay, really emotional so that's, moment. That's actually super rad. Yeah, when yeah. Sandman sits down and goes like, "Hey, I totally killed your uncle." And I'm so sorry. But not in the way that I, it was totally accidental. Like, yeah. I didn't want to. And but then he also doesn't make it as an accident. Yeah. He says, like, I've, I killed your yeah. uncle. And I've regretted it every day since. Yeah. yeah. I've been spending my life thinking about, like, I just shot him. Yeah. It was like so it was- the, the blonde frosted tips showed up, slapped me on the shoulder, being like, we got to go. Mm-hmm. And then my finger pulled and I killed a guy. I didn't know who that guy was, and I felt bad ever since. I'm sorry that that is your uncle. Yeah, and and then Peter, to finish his story arc, said, I forgive you. It was actually a really touching moment. Like, actually, that's a very good scene. Yeah. You know? It had a redeeming All quality. All the Sandman shit was rad. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's basically, and then Harry dies. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so he got stabbed, and he's been spending the last, like, ten minutes plus this monologue with Sandman just lying on the floor being like, uh, I, I'm fine. Right. And he dies. Yeah. And that's kind of the end of the Their relationship is not patched up necessarily. No. Like, you can tell that, like, because then, like, Peter goes to see um, MJ at the, uh, at her... Jazz club. At her jazz club and extends a... a a peaceful hand of friendship and so dance. and that's kind of the end of the movie so they probably aren't getting back together but at least it's not enemies and that's the movie spider-man 3 everybody and then that's kind of like gosh i remember being so excited about this when it came out like i saw it on my birthday with all my friends and we came out going like eh that was that yeah. eh um it was one of those movies that they just make another one because they kind of have to right and, and they were no gonna longer... make a fourth one yeah, and it's no longer about like the art of it anymore. It's just for, for the money. money. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it made a shit ton of money. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I do that shit. I would do it too. Yeah. You know? uh, so that is the movie, and uh, so I don't, <laughs> you know, watching this is like, like sad, like ending on a sad note. It is because, like, you know, it, it just has a sad kind of ending to it. It's like, well, their relationship is in shambles. Harry's dead, and nothing is resolved. Well, the the villains are gone. Um, but that's it. At least they decided who killed Uncle Ben. Yeah, yeah. so that so got that's solved out of the way. Um, we don't know about Sandman's kid. We don't know how nope. she's doing. No, nope. because oh, she has shit. leukemia. Yeah, yeah, that's right. That was Sandman's whole thing, is that she has leukemia. Right. And yeah. he's trying to just get money. We don't necessarily know what happens to him either, if you think about it. He right. could have been caught. Oh, yeah, because he does just blow away in the wind. He and then just, just blow away into a, into a Into a happy, into a nice cloud. Nice yeah. sand cloud. Yeah, Bob Ross. I mean, Harry kind of died the same way his father did, which yeah. is, you know. Just symbolic of sorts. Symbolic. You know, like yeah. father, like son. Yeah. Um, Peter had to watch them both. So yeah. Little, well, it is the end of the movie, which means it's also the end of our episode, which also means it is time for Edward trivia. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. Da-da-da-da-da-da. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, so <laughs> Rachel, you do not know this, but yeah, our, patron saint, our no. patron saint is the film director, Ed Wood, who made a lot of shitty movies. Okay. Um, and, but he's awesome. So we're uh, both on the same team. Oh, shit. So, I, John, I ask a question. Anything. Okay. I ask a question, and, you know, you have to answer it somehow uh, with whatever you want. Um, on his 12th birthday in 1936, Wood received as a gift his first movie camera, a Kodak Cine Special. What was one of the first pieces of footage that he shot with that camera. It is a very famous moment 
it actually this happened in your home state of New Jersey, Rachel. Oh, the opening of a clo- famous moment, incredibly famous moment of the twentieth century. You got any answers? I don't have an answer. I have an answer. Go ahead, man. The opening of a closet door revealing two dogs and a naked man. What? That's not it, but... uh, (laughs) Uh, That was an answer. Right. Anything? No? You got nothing? Uh, Something happened in New Jersey in the early 20th century? In the 1930s, yeah. Something happened in New Jersey. Oh, fuck. My dad's going to kill me. I'll give you a hint. Was I close? I'll give you a hint. No, you were very far off. I'll give you a hint. It was a famous crash. I don't know. Huh. <laughs> Wait a second. I think I might know this. Was what it is an, it? Was it an airplane crash? It was not. You're getting close. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, the fucking Hindenburg shit. Yep, it was the Hindenburg. Yeah. yeah. The first thing he shot was the Hindenburg flying over Poughkeepsie. Uh, that was, yeah, yeah. The, the goosh. Yeah, flying over Poughkeepsie shortly before. I don't know before, why I say the like, goosh. For, uh, shortly before it crashed in New Jersey, uh, he caught it over Poughkeepsie. I don't even know what that is. So is this is this possibly the, Hinden- the closest I've got to a, winning? Uh, huh? Yeah, that's the closest you got to winning. Yeah. yeah. So like, yeah, it's the Hindenburg. Look it up. You know, it's a very, uh, very Giant famous blimp, thing. dude. Yeah, it's a blimp, basically. Oh Helium based. Yeah. And so that's Edward trivia for this uh, for this week. Uh, tune in next week for another awesome Edward trivia question. As we are, seem to be getting better and better with this, I guess. Uh, yeah. And that is our episode for this week. So we hope you enjoyed Ooh. it. Uh, thank you, ladies and gentlemen. And thank you, also, Rachel, for Rachel. joining us. Thanks for having me. I hope you guys yeah. hope you had a good time. I love time. Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. So, uh, again, if uh, if you enjoyed this episode and enjoy our show, like please share it with with your friends, listeners. You know, we uh, we depend on a fan base to listen to the show. So uh, we're getting up there. And so, yeah, share it with us. Uh, share it with your friends. Uh, tell us what you thought. Tell us your thoughts about Spider-Man 3 on our Insta- our uh, social media pages. And uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. We don't know yet what the movie's going to be. So stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. And, uh... Hey, guys. JG again. One quick word before we go. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can find us at OOTSS Podcast. Again, that is at OOTSS Podcast. Make sure to send us your movie suggestions. We'd love to hear from you. If there's any weird movie that you love or maybe you've heard of and you want us to watch it, let us know. We may just watch it. Thanks again for listening, and tune in next week for another episode of Obscurities of the Silver Screen.